When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not one, not two, not three, but four second team all pros for Justin Simmons. Congratulations to Justin and Marvin for being named all pros by the Associated Press. And congratulations to Todd, Henry, Yahir, and everyone tuning in for making it through the week, the first week of the offseason. We made it, and we thank you for rocking and rolling with us on the DNVR Broncos podcast. We've got Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis, Henry Chisholm, you're here behind the camera, and Zach Stevens joining you today to break down. I think it's going to be a really fun show. But first, let's start off. Broncos get two All-Pros by the Mm -hmm. Associated Press. Justin Simmons named a second-team All-Pro for the third straight year, the fourth time in his career. And Marvin Mims continues to rack up the accolades as a rookie, named second-team All-Pro as a kick returner by the Associated Press. That's huge. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the one that matters. Like, everybody is like, you know, Pro Bowl, that's always great, but that's voted on by the fans. It's really a popularity contest. Uh, those all pros, though, those are the things that I feel like get you into the Hall of Fame and that people really remember. And, it's, of course, as players, that's the one we care about the most. So mostly, hats off to them. Mostly because there's no fan vote. Yeah. That damn Pro Bowl, it's all just a popularity contest. Yeah. Like, This isn't the time for all that. But, yeah, it is really cool. You know, we had the conversation like a month or two ago. Like, if Marvin Mims is the best returner in the NFL, was he worth the second-round pick? I was like, yeah give the second round pick for like the best returner in the NFL for like a decade and here we are and he's what I mean minimum second best returner in the NFL right now as a rookie so he's on he's on pace for that and hopefully add something as receiver too and the key thing to that that you said to make it worth it is he needs to do it for about a decade yeah or you know then seven years maybe yeah but it can't just be this year Mm -hmm. but so far one for one Pro Bowl starter as a returner both as punt and kick and then second team all pro as a kick returner and the one thing that sucks, Pat Sertan, totally snubbed here. I think the NFLPA, which is the players, that's a players-only vote, uh-huh. got it right with Pat being a first-team All-Pro. He didn't come in until seventh on the AP voting this year, which, man, I think that's wrong. Maybe, like, Pat was honest with us. He said maybe kind of an up-and-down year for him. But So if you, if you want to say maybe he wasn't the best cornerback in the NFL this year, 
Okay, I can see that, but seventh? Give me a break. <laughs> no, I think they definitely uh, dropped the ball on this one. Um, they really should have just looked at the NFL All-Pro list and then just <laughs> yeah. copy and paste it because yeah. I feel like most of the players, they'll be honest with you, and if you look at and listen to some players, even like A.J. Brown, calling him the best corner in the league, like yeah. these are the guys that have to go up against him and mm -hmm. know how he plays. Like They know who's better uh, or who the best corners are, and if everybody uh, collectively agrees it's Pat, I think it's tougher couple old guys to now vote against it and kind of feel a different way so we talked about this on wednesday when pat was named first team all pro by the nflpa which again is only voted on by nfl players we talked about how man that's awesome but just historically because the ap one has been around for so much longer uh -huh. this is the one that matters <clears throat> the most and i think when hall of fame um, debates are being made. This is the one that they're going to point at. To be fair, the NFLPA one's only been around for two years and Pat's two for two with the first team. Yep. Do you think there's ever going to be a time where it changes when the NFLPA one's been around for longer, where it's like, okay, actually, that's the one that we care about more? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that it should still count, like, when it goes time for the mm -hmm. Hall of Fame. Like, technically, I was an All-Pro this year, but I think it's the same thing with college. Like, all those different rankings come out, but everybody waits until the AP ranking comes out because that's the only one that people really mm -hmm. like, you know, pay attention to or feel like matters. I think yep. I think you're right, especially because like the NFLPA one's new, uh -huh. like the AP one's been around forever, so people like consistency, and I I understand that, so yep. I agree with you, Todd. For Pat's purposes, <laughs> I hope it changes, but yes. I, I I do think that the one that people are going to point to and give the most credibility to, whether it's right or wrong is the AP one. It has changed before, though. It wasn't always the AP one was the big one. Um, let's see. It says, so I they like started it. 1940, which is nice, but, like, the, the, <laughs> the sporting news, that was, like, a big one for a long time, but now you rarely hear about it, and they're still going, like, 70 years later. Um, the newspaper Enterprise Association, I think, just died. Yeah, they died, but they were another one of the big ones. <laughs> Poor newspapers. Um, Pro Football Writers Association, United Press International. So, like, they've had a whole bunch of different all-pro lists, and over time, there's always just been, like, two or three that are kind of, like, the top at the time. So now that there is a player's vote, it does seem like that should be taken into account. And maybe 20 years from now, when Pat is trying to get in the Hall of Fame, people will look back and be like, oh, no, he still got it. The players knew, and this was the end of the AP era. And so all those old players, they count those other, I guess, what do you call them? Like, I don't even know, like, other... Other like all pro lists, like I yeah. guess I don't know. Yeah. So when they're in the Hall of Fame, they're they're all pros technically come from another list, right? Yeah. So I wonder. I'll look up Randy Gratishar because I know that he showed up on plenty of these. Yeah. Um, let's see. So seventies and eighties. Oh, see that just says two time first team all pro, three time second team all pro. So let's just click on like nineteen eighty one. So nineteen eighty one all pro team. Uh, includes players named to the AP, the Newspaper Enterprise Association, okay. Pro Football Writers, Pro Football Weekly, and the Sporting News. So they all mattered. So they all mattered. Mm. So, so then oh, he but, was technically still a, Pat was still an All-Pro this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but Good. then you go through and it'll be like, so the first team um, wide receiver, James Lofton was AP, NEA, PFWA, PFW, TSN, Chris Collinsworth, AP also. Chris uh, but, Collins were yeah, I no, heard he a, was a dog. That's <laughs> a, no, like Steve Watson's on there. Yeah. So I mean, you just have like it just separates them out. I okay. think at all times there's always like one or two where it's like this is these are the guys and you know like Pro Football Focus would love to be seen as like 
Yeah, we love their all pro list, but like that's one where you probably won't put as much stock into it long term. Mm -hmm. well, just since we're bringing up Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, you probably love Chris Collinsworth, founder of uh, PFF. Well, I mean, <laughs> everybody's done a lot of good, a lot of bad. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's look forward to the playoffs. Oh, mm -hmm. real quick. Yeah. Just uh, kind of interesting to see who else got the votes. So Michael mm. Burton got eight points, which was fourth place for fullbacks. Let's go. It's kind of interesting because yep. like the players had him way up high. Um, Quinn Miners was tied for fourth with six points. He got a first place vote at right guard. Um, Garrett Bowles had two points. Uh, Singleton had two points. Um, Riley Dixon had two points. That one surprised me a little. Uh, Cortland Sutton has a point. Jaquan Millen had a point. It's good to see those guys at least get some votes for what they did. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, especially Jaquan. That's really cool. Yeah, to, to see him get one vote of some love because probably he, a last place vote. Yeah, he was a dog this year without a doubt. Hey, he yeah. was. All right, let's look ahead to playoffs, but then also to next season because which of these playoff teams could the Broncos emulate the most going into next season? Because Sean Payton, actually Greg Penner told us this story. We know that when the Broncos were 1-5, Sean Payton came out and said his message to the team and message to the public was, we want to try and be the nine, or try to be the Lions of uh -huh. last year. The Lions started 1-6 the year before, then finished 9-8, and eight, almost made the playoffs that year. And now this year, what? They're the two seed in the NFC, and they are absolutely rolling. At 1-5, Broncos country, I think, like, was like, Sure, that would be great if we could turn the season around like that. I think a lot of people were rolling their eyes and, and, and saying instead, let's go get that number one overall pick and uh -huh. go get Caleb Williams, coach. We're a lot closer to that than we are the 9-8 and eight Lions. Greg Penner told us that Sean went into his office when they were 1-5 and five and said, we can be the Lions. And you know what Greg Penner said? Well, he didn't say anything. He chuckled at him. Mm. He kind of laughed, rolled his eyes, just like Broncos country did. And credit to Sean. He saw something that not a lot of people did. Certainly, I didn't see that. I thought they were going to get the number one pick before they turned their season around like they did. Now, the Broncos fell a little bit short, 8-9, and nine, missed the playoffs, I think, a full week before the Lions missed the playoffs last year. But that has been the comp that Sean Payton has put out there for months now, is the Broncos could be the Lions. Would you guys sign up for that? Absolutely. <laughs> if it's just... Uh repeating what they did last year and then what they've put together this year. Absolutely. I'm on board for that, without a doubt. Mm -hmm. You here? What's going on? Real quick, from Wesley Steinberg, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, breaking USC QB, Caleb Williams wants assurance the Bears will be trading the first overall pick before declaring for the draft. Williams and his cap have no interest in playing in Chicago. Wow. That would be wild. It's hmm. a, a little diva-ish, huh? Yeah, Wes, uh, a little diva-ish. You know, I'm not going there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, let's see. Who? Eli Manning. Eli, yep. John Elway. John Elway. I was have there been any others? <laughs> the Broncos have taken advantage of this before. Uh huh. Mm. If Caleb Williams is Eli Manning, I guess you have to sign up for that. You can't say no to that. Of course, two Super Bowls. Yeah, two Super Bowls. Yeah, like. We're talking like the whole like pilot or plane thing, but like two Super Bowls. Um, yeah. If you give me his career right now, yeah, and everything that comes with it, you for sure sign up for yeah. that. Yeah, I'd rather I it just be don't Peyton, like it. Maybe it's maybe I, I, yeah. Maybe, maybe I, I got I, not a real report. 
My oh, bad. Yeah, yeah, here, yeah, I was going to say, man, Dang. I haven't like, seen it, but I'm not going to question my yeah. guy well, here. The, the reason is he has a blue check mark. I forget Twitter. It, anybody can get one of those <laughs> now. Wow. Well, you got to learn that a year ago. I don't know. I'm but back to it. <laughs> I just don't love it. Maybe it's because I never had the opportunity to make that call. <laughs> but I don't know. You I'm didn't tell all 32 teams, like, hey, don't draft me. Hey, don't draft me. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I want to wait. I mean, to be fair to you, though, Todd, because it's worked for Eli mm. Manning, John Elway in the past, like, I still don't, I still don't love it uh-huh. personally. Like, um, mm. I mean, I would love it just because it well, means the Bears have to trade the pick. Of course. Pick. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And I mean, if if you're Sean Payton, not that you should ever break the rules, but like maybe you go up to Caleb's agent, just be like, hey, you know, we'd love to make this happen. Like if you guys really want to do it, you could just, you know, tell everybody you're only going to Denver and we'll make the trade. Mm. I don't know if they get away with that, but it's worth a try. How do we have even enough to give up? I mean, I mean, you can trade picks three years in the future. I mean, if you trade, we're doing. if you trade, <laughs> if you trade three first and Pat, you're you're in the conversation at the very least. I'm not sure that's a good idea, but you would right. imagine that should be enough, right? <sighs> wow, the fact that what did the Bears have to give up from go or the Panthers have to give up to go from where the eight or nine to one last year? DJ Moore, who's yep. a freaking beast. This year's first, which is why the Bears are number one, which is insane. Um, so they gave up and more. That was and two firsts, right? And DJ Moore. Yeah, two, two firsts, DJ two Moore. Ju- yeah, and maybe even two seconds. And now the reports uh, are saying that that is like chump change for what teams are going to have to give up for the number one That's overall crazy. pick if they keep Justin Fields and decide to trade that. So Henry, I do think you're right to go from twelve to one. It's what you said: three firsts and a future Hall of Famer, which is a future Hall of Famer that's twenty three years it. old. It's not worth it. You're just asking if for trouble. Caleb Williams, if he is, you know, Patrick Mahomes 2.0, mm-hmm. like some people say, then it's worth it. If he's like good, <sighs> it's not worth it. If he's if he's an elite quarterback, even if he's not Mahomes, like he's in that Josh Allen cover, probably worth it then. No. But that is a massive risk. And we that s- is so much pressure we put see on someone. Right now though, where it's like it's cool to have Patrick Mahomes, but if you just have Kadarius Tony having balls bounce off his face mask every game, it just it's, doesn't matter. It would be worth it. Like the if you don't have any I'd more first round picks, it. even if you get Mahomes, even I, if you get Mahomes, uh, it's not worth it. You oh, want on, you want to know why? Mahomes on, is tough. You want to know why? Why? Mahomes walked into a phenomenal team. Mm-hmm. He did. That team was a playoff bound team that pushed us as the Broncos every single year we played them. Yep. Alex Smith was no slouch. Yep. Jamal Charles was no slouch. Uh, Travis Kelsey was no slouch. Uh, Tyreek Hill was no, They had mm-hmm. a t- roster full of talent. Andy Reid has been doing it for years. Chris and Jones. Patrick Mahomes inherited all of that. Yep. He did not go to mm-hmm. the Chiefs and save the organization that was yep. a trash organization. That is not what happened. Been and anybody playoffs. that's going to get a quarterback to do that is a very different situation than what he walked into. So I say it's, you're if right. you're a bottom-of-the-barrel team, mm-hmm. it's never worth it to go and get the franchise quarterback and spend all of your money to, like he's going <laughs> to save the world for you. No. Build your team up now, and then mm-hmm. when you get into a good position where all you need is a quarterback, that's when you go and get your franchise quarterback. That's where I'm at, especially I'm like we've talked about the roster. I remember the fourth first round pick from last week, by the way. You got Pat's a first round pick. You've got Mike McGlinchey's a first round mm. pick. Garrett Bowles is a first round pick. And Jerry Judy's a first round. You got four first round picks on your roster, and a couple of them aren't really playing like it. 
You get rid of three more first round, like you're just not going to have the talent to go win football games. Like no. that's just the bottom line. Like Caleb Williams could come be awesome and carry you to like nine wins on a roster that should be winning like three, four games. But that's uh, that's tough. That's a, that's tough to sign up for. And you get rid of Pat, all you're doing is telling <laughs> Caleb Williams is like now, okay, you got to score fifty points a game. Yeah, if we're gonna yeah. be like at any point of like making the playoffs, we need fifty from you every single game. And if you get forty five, that's probably a loss. Okay, Which he's had he's had a few forty five point losses <laughs> this season. He's used to it. We have some uh, people in the comment section saying that wouldn't even be worth three first round picks. So so let's take a step back. Let's put mm. Pat to the side because yes. I don't want to make any argument for trading pat yeah would you do that three first round picks including 12 this year then two future first round picks which obviously you don't know where there's gonna be you could be uh trading the 31st overall pick next year or you could be trading the first overall pick as the panthers did just last year to this year i don't think it's worth it man i don't think it's worth it if you look at any team that's won a super bowl there is not just one hall of fame player on that team yep like yes the quarterback has to be great but you also need Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. Um, CJ's not going to be uh, – yeah, you CJ's not going to be a Hall of Famer, but he was a great running back at the time. You needed the Marcus Ware, Von Miller, Aqib mm-hmm. uh, but Chris Harris. Yeah. Like, you need a <laughs> roster full of dogs. Nuts. To just have one good quarterback, yeah. it's not going to do it. Yep. Henry, uh, take Pat off. Yeah, so take Pat off. So if, if he's Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Patrick, if he's Patrick Mahomes, then you find a way to go do it. There's a real chance that he's not Patrick Mahomes, yeah, though. Yeah, of course. And that, he's, and that, Caleb, he's Caleb Williams. And that's what we know. That's Caleb the Williams. risk. So I went through, I got through the Washington game, the Oregon game, and the Arizona game last night. I was a little disappointed. And I kind of picked a couple of those because they weren't his best games. But, like, so much of what it is, like, there's so many RPOs. There's so many plays where, like, I don't know. The pocket breaks down and he makes something happen. You're like, is he really juking out NFL defensive ends like that? Like, I'm not so sure. I'm, I'm at a low point in my Caleb Williams love right now. And that's why, like, I think, like, I think it's 50-50 that that guy is, like, a consistent Pro Bowl, All-Pro type of player, which is really good odds for any player. But it also means it's 50-50 that you just blew thir- three first-round picks and you're already in the situation you're in. And, like, I, I, I don't think I'd do it as of right now. How quickly can I send this trade into the league? It's going through. <laughs> wow. We are getting Caleb Williams <clears throat> as soon as possible. I don't even talk to George Payton about it if I'm Sean. I don't even run it past Greg Penner. That might get me fired, but I'm getting this trade in before the Bears can back out wow. because uh, this isn't just getting the first quarterback in a draft class. This is getting the best quarterback in, obviously, like, generational is thrown around too much because there's been, yeah. like, five generational quarterbacks in the past 20 years, which isn't generational at that point. But he is up there with... Every Trevor number one overall but that's, pick. Okay, yeah, so Lawrence, let's go to Trevor Andrew Lawrence. Luck, Peyton yeah. Manning. Yeah. Would so, you take? Would you take him three first round draft picks if he is just Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence was the man. There were people was, that yes. would have drafted him out of high school. Yep. He lost what yeah. three, two yeah. games yeah. at Clemson yeah. national championship. Uh, high school champion. Like, he was the man. Yep. He's tall, long hair, uh. Prince Charming, ready to come and save your organization. Like. Would you do three first rounds for Trevor Lawrence for what he's done in his NFL like right career? right now? Yes. Like, would I trade knowing what three you know first now. round picks for you know. just straight up Trevor Lawrence right now? Yes. Yes. Uh, I would. Because I'm no. telling you, what what he is a talent, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have enough talent around him. I don't think the problem That's fair. in Jacksonville is Trevor Lawrence. 
but you need more than Trevor Lawrence. ETN has come in and helped a lot, but there's a lot of more, there's more pieces that he needs. So I don't want to no trade three first, knowing that we're not going to make out the playoffs mm-hmm. for three years because we still have to build. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally fair. Um, in that conversation, though, also throw in Andrew Luck. Would you do it for Andrew Luck? Yeah, Andrew Luck. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe would so. would Maybe you do so. it for Peyton Manning? Peyton, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got me of for a course. second. And yep. so, like, th- those are the type of guys but, that Caleb, yeah. Caleb Williams is. And then, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. You would trade three first round picks for Mahomes right now. Yeah, but Mahomes was what eleven? Yeah. He was picked eleven. We're true. at twelve. We right. potentially could get. <laughs> it's true. You never know. Fair? Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson uh, pick what thirty two. The Ravens traded yeah. back into the end of the first round to get him. So it, you don't just have to get the first quarterback. Yes. That's why, yep. like, if the Broncos stay at 12 and land the third to fifth quarterback uh-huh. taken, it doesn't mean the guy's going to be bad. Lamar Jackson was the fifth quarterback taken. It's just if you identify as a team, your number one guy, uh-huh. then maybe go up, it, whether it's number one or whether it's number nine, if he's still there, and go and get him. But just because you land not the number one guy doesn't mean he's not going to be the number one Josh guy. Josh Allen and was also number seven. And he was a third quarterback off the board, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Broncos the, yeah. had the fifth overall pick that year. Mm-hmm. And we took... Bradley Chubb. Oh, okay. okay. Good good player, but yeah, I mean, like, He's come on. Good. If you could, like, trade those two well, right now. For what now? we needed, you're saying at the time what we needed, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah, I of course. Of course. My even, thing with, even right now. So my thing with quarterbacks, and I have to go back through the numbers to see if this is actually true, is to win a Super Bowl, you either need a top five quarterback or you need to be bottom 10 in the league in what you pay your quarterback. Like, there's pads both ways. We're going to talk about these playoffs, but, like, you look through, it's like a 50-50 split for teams who have, like, either a really, really, really great quarterback or just don't commit any money and have a great team around him, like the 49ers, for example. And the thing about, like, a Trevor Lawrence type of quarterback, though, is that, like, you're going to have to pay him, and he's not that top-five quarterback, and that just means you're kind of screwed because no team ever wins with that sort of build. And I want to go through the numbers and see what they actually are, but, like, if you're paying that guy $50 bucks, it it just doesn't work. So, like, that Trevor Lawrence level of quarterback is awesome on a rookie contract, but in terms of a second contract, like, yeah, you'll make the playoffs over and over again. You'll you'll be like the Chargers with Phillip Rivers. You'll be always competitive, but you aren't going to be winning Super Bowls, and that's what decades of history shows us the thing with the Broncos right now is that they've got two more years where they're committing so much money to the quarterback that if you go the like rookie cheap quarterback route half of that's just wasted half of that's just wasted because you're paying so much money anyway and you'll see like the Browns kind of get around that in some ways but you only get those two years so that's why to me unless you're really sure that you get get a stud just just go get more players Go get some more good players, and then when everything opens up, maybe even next year, you like you waste the rookie year on something expensive, but then you're good to go after. Like I, that's where I'm at right now. Well, we've got clearly a conversation to continue to <laughs> yes. unfold as the off season goes along. We have plenty of time for that. Let's get back into this conversation after I tell you about three bet three six five because now is the time to get in. This might be the best three day stretch of NFL football. If you take away, like, the Broncos not playing in it, this is probably the best three-day stretch of NFL football where you've got two NFL playoff games tomorrow, three playoff games on Sunday, and then you have a Monday night game as well. And a lot of people have Monday night off, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So kind of an awesome three-day stretch right here outside of it being freaking 
cold as heck. But check out our friends over at Bet365. Use the code DNVR365 because they're going to give you an offer. And they just up the ante. They're going to give you a first bet safety net offer up to $2,000. If your qualifying bet loses, they're going to give you that back in bonus bets. They upped it from $1,500 to $2,000. Or if you place uh, a bet, they are going to give you bonus bets on top of that. So make sure to check out our friends over at Bet365. Use the code DNVR365 deposit $10 or more, and you're going to get $150 in bonus bets when you place a $5 bet or that uh, first bet safety net up to $2,000 using that code DNVR365. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Um, and uh, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And if you want to go to any of these uh-huh. phenomenal games this weekend, check out our friends over at Game Time where you can take the guesswork out of buying your tickets. And I love Game Time because, you know, it's kind of like the longer you wait, the better your pricing is. So I'm going to give you guys the game plan. This is how you set up your, your game Ooh. day or, or your game night. I love it. <clears throat> Schedule. You go out to dinner. Well, first you go home, you get dressed. You don't even have tickets yet. Yep. You get dressed. You get fresh. You put on your jewelry. You know, your nice outfit, you take your lady out to dinner, you go eat, and you enjoy yourself. And then on your Uber ride to the stadium, Mm. that is when you check game time, and that is when you buy your tickets. You won't miss. They're going to have some great prices, and they have all-in pricing, so you don't have to worry about the extra fees at the end. You just go on game time. You know what you're going to pay. You're in and you're out. You got your tickets. You hop out. You have a good time. Your girl's like, how'd you get these great seats? Don't worry about it, baby. I got a connection. (laughs) (laughs) I got this. So you can download the game time app, create an account, use the code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DMVR for $20 off. Boom. Mm, Love it. Okay, let's jump into this conversation. Sean Payton wants to be the Detroit Lions. I think we'd all sign up for that. The number two seed in the Mm -hmm. AFC next year. Yeah, give me that, what, 12 and... Five is what they went this year. So obviously you'd sign up for that. But is that the most realistic team the Broncos could be that's in the playoffs? Is that like the most realistic mold for the Broncos is to be the Lions? Because I say, Sean, if you want to be the Lions, you have to bring back Russell Wilson. Mm. You cannot be the Lions and move on from Russell Wilson, regardless of whatever way you go with your quarterback. Jared Goff is like the center stone outside sure. of their head coach. He is the center stone of that Detroit Lions team. The, the Lions are led by their offense, led by Jared Goff. Now, they, ha- they are a team, Todd, where you talk about like a quarterback not having to do everything. He has so many weapons yeah. around him on offense, a great offensive line, great receivers, great running backs, pieces on the defense. Um, but Jared Goff is certainly doing what he needs to do. He threw for five freaking touchdowns against Mm -hmm. Denver Broncos. Jared Goff's doing it. And continuity Mm -hmm. is massive for that Detroit Lions team. That's how they were able to roll over all of the momentum from last year is they just kept everything the same except they added young studs in the draft. If the Broncos go with Jared Stidham, that's not the continuity. If they go and get a free agent quarter, that's not the continuity. If they go get a rookie, uh uh-uh. Yep. So if Sean goes out and it's not Russell Wilson as a starting quarterback, and I'm not saying that's the best route for the Broncos is Russ, but I'm saying if they go a different route at quarterback, Sean 
will never be able to convince me that this is the Lions team with all that momentum rolling into next year. He, he probably couldn't convince me anyways because that Lions team put up 453 points last year and the Broncos have 357. So, like, it's, it's just a different world when you're talking about running it back. It's not that different, is it? I mean, it's 100 points. Oh, what would you say? Oh, I thought you said 400 to 357. No, uh, 453. No, 453. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's the thing, though, is, like, they just needed to fix up the defense a little bit. Because, like, they were they played so many close games in the beginning last year, too. The Lions did. Mm -hmm. And then they finally were just, like, getting by, like, getting over the hump in the second half, which it has some similarities to the Broncos. But the difference is, like, they were putting up 40 points and then 30 points and then 45 points. Then 20. Like, it's just a different world. Like, you're not just trying to patch up this defense for the Broncos this year. I agree. I agree. You want me to give my pick on who I yeah, feel like they yeah, can be? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really feel like the Broncos may need to get closer to the Texans than, mm. <clears throat> than the Lions. Wait, but you said no rookie quarterback. No, I didn't say that. I just said I'm not trading. Oh, yeah. oh fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we, okay, we okay. need a rookie quarterback. <laughs> fair, fair, just fair, not fair. give up three first rounds to get him. Uh, and that's what we need. We need a rookie quarterback who's going to come in and kind of play out of his mind. Uh, mm. You need him to win rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. um, and you also need the team to kind of go ten and seven, win the AFC West. It doesn't need to be a twelve and five year. Just ten and seven, get our get in, and then also you know we control our destiny from there. So I think that's the best case scenario for the team. I think we have enough weapons to work with with a rookie quarterback, and our defense can play pretty well, just like the Texans can. Uh, and so I think that's more the route we should kind of be looking at: ten and seven, rookie quarterback, rookie rookie of the year and hope that it all works out. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the... It, it makes a lot of sense, because you look around at what they have. It's like Nico Collins, mm -hmm. the young receiver. Everybody's like, yeah, Nico, he's whatever. But then all of a sudden, you give him C.J. Stroud, and you're like, ah, like that's what you kind of need Jerry Judy to do. Yep. Um, you've got Robert Woods there, who's been a good, consistent receiver. Maybe not the same as Cortland Sutton, but there's some similarities there for sure. Uh -huh. It's like, level him up a little bit or keep him going. I, I think that that's probably like the the... It, it makes sense, but also maybe is a little bit optimistic because in that case you landed CJ Stroud, but it is what it is. I think that if I were to say like, what's the most realistic? Wait, let, let okay. me just let me just piggyback off the Texans. What else did they have? Um, Tank Dell. Mm -hmm. So that's hitting on a third round rookie. The Broncos have a third round pick. Yep. Need to hit on him not just as a good player, ten years for like a ten year career, but next year yep. he needs to hit. And then in this scenario, if they really want to be the Texans. Outside of having um, a coach that's a carryover one year instead of a brand new coach, trade next year's future first round pick to move into this year's first round mm. to get a stud on defense. True. That's the gamble that the Texans made. They did. I crushed. The, I thought it was so stupid. Uh -huh. And I was so unbelievably wrong because they traded, I think, like, depending on where they finished in the playoffs, they trade a mid 20s pick this year. Uh huh. For Will Anderson, who uh, is unreal mm -hmm. yep. to get to, what, the second overall pick to get him. So that would be a bold, bold, bold move. But, hey, it worked for the Texans. To okay, me, Henry. like, <laughs> if the Broncos are going to follow any of these paths and get to the playoffs next year, I feel like it's the Packers. Like, oh. like you look at, like, that defense where they've got, like, some talented pieces. You know, you've got uh, the big dude in the middle. Kenny Clark is there. You've got, like, Jair Alexander. Like, you've got some dudes. And that defense has been, like, good for a long time. But was a little bit shaky last year, a little bit shaky start of this year. But they just kind of, like, figured it out. And that's what I see with the Broncos is, like, you've got a couple pieces. Like, you've got a lot of positions where you've got, like, NFL starters, but not necessarily, like, 
game winners for you. You still have like your Pat Sertan, your Justin Simmons. You see those guys kind of step up and get that defense back into the top 10. Offensively, like middle of the pack running game, maybe a little bit better than middle of the pack. I think efficiency wise, but results about middle of the pack. Passing game about the same. Um, you're just kind of, that's that's the like, doesn't even matter who the quarterback is. Like, you got to find somebody competent. Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily need, like, a game breaker or anything, but you just find a way to get that defense back in the top 10, make sure that offense is the top half of the league, get to 9-8, and eight, sneak your way in. Fair. That, that's a team that I had not thought about. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess the reason is is because just Jordan Love, that's such a unique situation, not just mm -hmm. for the Broncos, but for any team in the NFL where you have a former first-round pick that's just been sitting on the bench. I don't, yeah. That just doesn't happen in today's NFL anymore, but I like sure. that perspective. I got a couple of uh, teams to throw out. The Browns, with they're going a weird way at quarterback. Now, yeah. obviously, their plan was Deshaun, mm -hmm. which I guess would be Russ this year, which I guess... And that's, then, that, that's the similarity, though, mm -hmm. yeah, is it, you, pay, you pay all that money, but you don't yeah. really use the guy. And you bring in uh, Ryan Tannehill... Who comes mm. in and just has an amazing season like Joe Flacco's doing right Bring now. But really where you're <laughs> built on there is great defense mm -hmm. and great coaching. And the job that that coaching staff has done on offense and defense has been incredible. We could see that in Denver. Vance did a great job to turn the season around on defense. And Sean Payton, we know, can be an excellent head coach, an excellent offensive mind. So that's one route. So to me, that's... I just don't see the Broncos defense being that good. Like, mm. like you got Miles Garrett. If they find a way to go get their like dominant edge rusher, um, like maybe they go sign Josh Allen. Um, I don't know where they find that money, but that's a guy who puts up like <laughs> who could give you like 15 sacks. Yeah. You bring him in, yeah. he keeps doing what he's doing. You find like a, your your solid answer at cornerback two, like, and that probably means you sign a guy and he overperforms, and then all of a sudden you're looking well, at the defense. Kool Aid in the draft. Yeah, yeah, that, like that could be it too. But like those are kind of stretches to find like a really good second cornerback to find like an all-star caliber uh, defensive end, and then like offensively. The O line. Go, yeah, like I, I then like I, I, <laughs> you okay, gotta no. you gotta level up, and then you gotta find like honestly, I think the path is just you sign Joe Flacco after what you saw from him this year. But right. I mean, oh, that geez. I just don't see him signing a vet. Oh, how great would it be if George Payton, when they signed him, said, "We think Joe Flacco is just entering his prime," <laughs> yeah. just like John Elway I mean, said, what, and then he like legitimately is. <laughs> yeah, well, that's I mean, like right before Flacco started, it's, the OC said, "Yeah, that guy Flacco has an elite arm." It's like, oh, they're using the elite word with Flacco again. It's like, oh, yeah, he does have an elite arm. Oh, they seem to be right on that one. Yep. Um, okay. I don't think Browns is possible. Well, and I like yeah. that because I have a few more teams to throw out your guys. And, okay. and I want you to pick it apart or be like, damn, Zach, you're yep. so smart. Maybe <laughs> cool. the second round. We'll run with we'll that take. first one, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. We're going to run with the second <laughs> one. But you know what is so smart? It's checking out Circle K. They've got a free membership program, which your first five Phillips or gas are 25 cents off mm. a gallon. That's like, that saves you so much money in those first five Phillips. And then you're also going to get five free Polar Pops uh, for free. And every sixth after that uh, of every item is free, such as pizza roller, 
uh, pizza, roller grills, dispense beverages, donuts, more. And it's a free membership. And you need gas anyways. You need snacks anyways. So you might as well check out our friends over at Circle K. There's one like two blocks away from my house. I know they're all over the place. I have the app, and it's really, really convenient and easy with that free membership. So sign up for the Circle K experience. It's the Inner Circle program with our friends over at Circle K. It's something that you're going to buy anyway, so you might as well get a pretty significant discount of 25 cents off a gallon on your first five Phillips. Check them out. Circle K, Inner Circle. Mm -hmm. And uh, this could be a big week for Bax and Shanker, too, because if you Um. get hit by a car and then, like, your car breaks at whatever, you're, like, stuck on the side of the road, not only do you get to sue for, like, whatever happens to you physically from the wreck, whatever happens Mm. to your car, but also you're going to freeze like you might have like some hypothermia or something you're out there in the this cold terrible. all of a sudden you get to sue for even more because of the excess damages that happen when you get wrecked in the cold also because there's probably more wrecks in the cold as well um oh i guess they only work in colorado but i was there was a small part of me that was thinking like what if we just had a little road trip together go to this kc game um because tickets are so cheap like you can get great seats for so cheap um but you can't sue if something bad were to happen on the road in like nebraska or whatever's over there um so, so it yeah. used to happen before the line before the uh state line yes before the state yeah. line before the state line has to happen so uh if, if anything happens to you this weekend or any other time make sure you smash the two 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 callbacks and shanker they'll give you a free consultation um they they won't charge you until they win your case they've got more than 30 lawyers on staff they've won a billion dollars to their clients they've got uh, locations in all of colorado with offices like denver aurora inglewood fort collins anywhere uh so if uh, if you are in an injury case where you weren't at fault, whether it's car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, they can help you if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Okay, we have so much to get to, so let me roll through these three teams. The Steelers, and the reason for this, uh, that the Broncos could be the Steelers next year, excellent coaching and a timely defense. The Browns, I agree, the Broncos' defense would be tough for them to get to the Browns' level of defense, but timely defense and that's kind of what the Steelers have had yeah um yeah I just don't want our offense to not score be able to score any points (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think defensively yeah we can definitely match their intensity and uh the way they were able to uh you know hold teams to uh low points but I think that's doable and I agree I don't want to be the Steelers but maybe like kind of the path Uh uh-huh like you look at them and you're like they're not a great team but like somehow they're in the playoffs yep it's just so hard for me to get from like the up and down defense that they've had this year where i mean they had that stretch in the middle where they're good but even at the end of the year it's like how do you how do you give 27 to the raiders but uh, it's tough for me to get from that to like the steelers defense this year and i, I don't think they're that good you don't i think they're pretty good like maybe without yeah, here, tj watt in the playoffs they're look not up great like the but... steelers point now i know points doesn't mean everything yeah but the, where they rank in terms of points given up this year i think they're like 15th i think they're average huh i could be so wrong on that I know, like, yeah. many weeks ago, they were sitting right at average, but that could have changed. Um, when he looks that up, cool. let me throw another team out. The Buccaneers, a team with a new veteran quarterback that's on the cheap. You got to get that secondary going to match them. Like, you, you need another piece in that secondary to, to match what the, what the Bucks have back there. Because they've had those same guys who are just solid. It's like Murphy Bunting still there, right? Like... Like, they're all kind of underrated. Okay, maybe so maybe you call that like you got Jaquan and he's kind of like your underrated guy. And you then draft off- Kool Aid at twelve. 
That's and then Pat and Justin. Yeah. And then you sign. Uh, I really get... don't want to use Ryan Tannehill, but like you sign Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Oh God. And, and then obviously like <laughs> Ryan Tannehill works out. See, that's the thing though. Yeah, is you he need takes like that Baker step. Yeah, you need like the one, like one year deal for a quarterback. I I don't. Th- I, I, I yeah I guess if you find that guy then yes but I don't know how you find that guy. It's fair. It's fair. Like I don't know where the one year deal quarterback is who takes like a big old step. Like Kirk Cousins? Yeah. I think Cousins uh, have to be that too guy. Expensive. Be too expensive. Yeah, way yeah. too expensive. Oh yeah, like so I don't think they could do it yeah, but like you're that'd just going to have to find, I mean, to be fair, Ryan Tannehill has had a great year in so, the past. So uh, is Baker. Yeah. So. 22.2 per game. What does that rank? What is that rank? Um Right in the middle of the pack, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. boom, baby. Let's go. Okay, now my final team. Right. Thinks Tannehill's old. <clears throat> the Rams. Russell Wilson comes back. Uh, it's a team where the uh, Rams took a step back last year from where they were. It seemed like uh, Matthew Stafford was done, injured, couldn't do it. And then great coaching and good quarterback play and you get guys who i mean they've got so much dead cap too mm-hmm. in fact that kind of speaks to sean payton pointed to this week when asked about the dead cap situation he said three of the, three of the four teams with the most dead cap this year made the playoffs and he's not wrong um the rams made the playoffs the bucks made the playoffs mm-hmm. those are the teams with the two most dead caps the cardinals had the third most dead cap they obviously did not make the, the playoffs. browns but basically the, with deshaun yep the fourth team you're right the yeah. fourth team the packers they had the fourth most dead cap they made the playoffs too then the eagles had the fifth most dead cap they made the playoffs it's funny because when we do these comparisons i actually feel like the three teams you just mentioned are who we are now Minus one game. <laughs> yeah. If we yeah. win one more game, we <laughs> yeah. are literally the Rams. We are literally yep. the Bucks, and we are literally what was the last Packers. Team? The Packers. Like that is who we are. Yeah. Great as point. a team, quarterback play, uh, defense, pretty good. Mm-hmm. More in the middle of the pack. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of like true. where we sit. It's exactly. And so where I they feel are. like I kind of want to do more next year because mm. I feel like this yeah. is exactly who we are as a team. Well, the Broncos will have more dead cap if they move on from us. <laughs> that is so. true. For sure. That is true. For sure. Yeah, the thing about the Rams is, like, the receivers. Like, uh, if, if you go find, like, your Puka, Puka Nako. I've never uh-huh. said his name myself. Like, you hear it a bunch. I've never said it. Um, yeah, but if you go get, like, your Puka in the fifth round, like, there you go. You go what? get your Puka? Go get your Puka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's that's where, like, is, is Stafford that much better than Russ? Pro- probably, but I could see like a world in which like you give Russ the weapons. Maybe maybe there isn't so big of a gap. Thing is, like Rams just have insane weapons. The fact that Kyron Williams is now like awesome too. Like mm-hmm. you're just that's that's the gap. Yeah. So those are maybe the teams that the Broncos shoot to be next year or shoot to be better than next year, Todd, as you pointed out. Maybe those teams we don't really want to be. Um, But let's get into the playoffs and let's make our playoff picks. And what we're going to do, we're going to pick the games this weekend. But then we've also built our own playoff brackets to then make our big Super Bowl picks. So let's do that. Wait, did you guys hear that? No, I don't hear anything, Zach. I think it's new floors calling from our friends over at Empire Today, (laughs) where if we, I mean, we look at our studio floors. Fake wood? Is it fake? It's fake. It's also really, really scratched up. So I know we need new floors in our studio, and that's why 
I know. We're going to call Empire wow. today. Have you guys heard that jingle before today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I'm staying home. I'm staying home because I'm sick. And I just hear that. <laughs> yeah. After watching Maury and watching uh, all those like dumb shows every morning, it's the best. And so you know about Empire today, where they're going to give you $350 discount when you use the promo code DNVR and our friends over at Empire today mm. have the best virtual floor designers, which is really cool. So you know exactly what you're going to get before it's installed. And they pride themselves on their convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors when they use their floors so they can see exactly what they are going to look like. They service all of their warranties, so you just get to call them directly if you have any issues. You don't have to worry about a manufacturer's phone number. We use them at All City for new floors, and if you want to use them, go to empiretoday.com slash DNVR for details. That's $350 off by using the promo code DNVR, so check them out over at empiretoday.com. Zach, if you could... uh, if you could have any floor, what floor would you choose? Not this one. Wow. Yeah, wow. What, would be, one. what would you choose? Number one. Um, real wood. What kind of wood? No idea. No, not I even. I, I'd need Empire mm. today to show wow. me the way. Wow. What would you do? Show you the wood. Um, I don't know, maybe like, a, like oak. Oak? Okay. Yeah. Oak. I, don't, I don't know my wood well enough. <laughs> God, there we go. There we go. I know I was getting myself in a tough situation. Yeah, yeah you really were. There was no way out. Um, okay, let's get into our playoff picks. Got some interesting games mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah, here, let's pull our picks up. So we got first game, Texans-Browns. We know Henry's all in on the Browns. So, Henry, you're going that way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Browns got it. Uh, play the Texans. Yeah, Texans suck. <gasps> Todd, you're uh, going that way, too. Yeah, I think I might have uh, forgot to... Mentioned that one to you here when I took the bracket over, but <laughs> it's all good. I mean, you know, <laughs> it was all good. You know, the Browns destroyed the Texans in Houston when they played them a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud was not playing in that game. CJ Stroud mm-hmm. scares the hell out of me in like the best way possible for the Texans. He's just that dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if I'd bet on it, but I wouldn't be shocked if they make like a Super Bowl run because of C.J. Stroud. <laughs> They're playing at home this week. I like the Texans because of C.J. Stroud. See, I, at some point, Joe Flacco's magic has to run out. See, I, I think Flacco's better than Stroud. Wow. I think he is. No, like I, I go the same way. I go because of the quarterback. I go Browns. Wow. I think they just... Wow, because of quarterback. Yeah. No, no. I think... I'm going to stick with the bracket right now. And so I think just be, just because of all the pieces that the Browns have, both on offense and defense, I think that's going to be the deciding factor for this game. I know that the uh, Houston Texans have a lot of good players on both sides. I know they're missing Tank Dell. Uh, K-Jack is going to be in the lineup for him. Uh, hopefully he plays a lot. But I just think overall, I think the Browns have more mm-hmm. uh, room for error mm-hmm. than the Texans. I think Fair. the Texans – you know, they miss on a couple of plays. I think the game's kind of over. Very fair. Um, you know, you here has your playoff bracket having the Browns winning the Super Bowl. Heck no. So you better <laughs> hope that the Browns <laughs> no win this I'll weekend. be rich if they do. <laughs> um, okay, the night game tomorrow. I didn't realize what the wind chill mm-hmm. was going to be this game. It's going to be negative 30 degrees, which is insane. And prices for this game are like 40 bucks or something now. Chiefs fans are Three. soft. 
Um, but mm. because of the weather, I think Kansas City's going to win this game. The line just keeps going higher and higher. I probably take the Dolphins with like the plus five, I think is where it's at now. But the Dolphins, I can't take Miami to win a negative 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. I'm not I- worried. That's not cold. It's gonna be Montana. It's gonna be negative thirty-two without the wind chill. So these guys can suck it up. And Dolphins will be. Dolphins. That's not cold. Dolphins will be just fine. They're gonna go out there. They're gonna win. Tyreek Hill's gonna do his thing in front of all those Chiefs fans. He's gonna break their hearts. All of a sudden, they're gonna like all offseason. They're gonna be saying like, "Oh my God, they, they got rid of Tyreek Hill. How could the Chiefs do it? It's the worst thing in the world." And the Dolphins will probably flame out pretty quick after. But the Dolphins have this one. Dang. Wow. I hope you're right. I'm going to yeah. be pulling for it. In There's fact, no football in Montana now, huh? No. No, it's over. Yeah. We can have oh, that, over. that ended two weeks going. ago when you guys lost oh. in the... Oh, okay. oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. Hey. It's also okay. like they're not playing anything because it's too cold, you know? Like, uh. it's, it's too cold to play football it's there. too cold to play football. And you know what's crazy about the weather in this game? It's not even the game that the NFL is concerned about yeah. with mm. weather. Because they're concerned about the following game, Sunday morning at 11 a.m., there's maybe some lake effect snow mm. in Buffalo. And apparently lake effect snow is just like the most craziest snow in the world. It's like thick and wet and there's going to be feet of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. And uh, so now they're saying feet potentially? Feet. Oh, I love it. There's yes. nothing better than s- the craziest snow games. Yes. And that's what we might Watching see. Watching them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's, that's all that's we ever see. Seeing it on TV yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Have you played in crazy snow games? Yeah. We, we see it every week. I hate it. There's what? nothing fun about the, it. The, the Kansas City game. Arrowhead. Last week? No. Oh, on with the, the hype the, up video. Yeah, the, his oh, video. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we need to break snowy. that out for the Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. It was super snowy. Uh, that's true. I mean, the CJ Anderson Patriots game 2015. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was an awesome snow. I, I don't think it was snowing until like uh, the fourth quarter or something. Then it really came in. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I love mm. snow games. But Steelers playing the Bills. Now, yeah. I don't know what the line is now. Before. Nine and a half. Dang. So it's came down half a point. I know. I actually, I gave this out as my pick of the week. I might be like taking that back now yeah. just because of this weather. But I still like the Bills to win this game. They're the better team. They're going to win. Might be a blowout too. I feel like the Steelers are kind of built for this kind of thing though. Mm. Like if anybody could beat you when they're nine and a half point dogs in freezing weather and just make it a dog fight. You're right. I feel like it's the Steelers. I don't think they're going to win. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm not going to take it. I'm just saying, like, if they upset upset them, I would not be surprised because of the weather. Mm, But before the weather, if it was a nice day, you would be shocked then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Okay, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Mike Tomlin in a snow game. Like, I, I would take, I would take the worst Mike Tomlin Steelers team against the best this team in the one. NFL in this game. In the snow. In this game. I, that's what I would do. Little hint. I think that's what this game is. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yep. Literally. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Like, I don't think those softy Bills can win this game in that snow. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. I love it. Okay, now moving into the Sat Sunday afternoon game, we have the... Uh, yeah, here's going to help me out here. We've got the... Uh, Eagles, uh-huh. that is not the Sunday afternoon game. We've got the Cowboys, that is, yeah, that is Ooh. the Sunday afternoon. We've got the Cowboys playing the Packers. Packers yeah. going into Dallas. This There's no chance this is a weather game because it's playing inside Jerry's world. Uh, we've all got the Cowboys. What are the chances the Packers can pull off the upset? Uh, I don't think there's a way they do. I really don't have the Cowboys losing until the NFC Championship. Oh. Mm, that's a nice little tease. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they'll be a uh, pretty formidable opponent for teams right now. Yeah, they're good. 
Like, so usually when I bet on like playoff games, I'm looking for the underdogs. Like, because that's where the value is. And I feel like all these games are typically closer than people expect. I can tell with the way you're picking yeah. these games. But I'm talking like even financial. Like, these ones are just what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll bet more of them just because you get the plus money. But I can't. I the like, Texas I just. Are the dogs. Why aren't you taking them? Because they Home suck. Dogs? Wow. They, they don't have Joe Flacco. They don't have Joe Flacco. Um, rookie quarterback in the playoffs. Uh-uh. Uh, so, yeah, but that's the thing, though, is the Packers. I just can't find a path for them to win in Dallas. Like, if it was up in Green Bay, like Lambeau, even without, like, crazy weather, I'd be like, oh, maybe. But, like, this one, it's just the Cowboys. The Cowboys. It's not the Cowboys to me. It's the Cowboys at home. Mm-hmm. And, like, a vi- pretty uninspiring Packers team. Like you said, Todd, like... Yeah, like you take the Broncos to be in the Packers position next year because they're in the playoffs, but like you want more than that. Uh-huh. It's just an uninspiring team. Maybe it's because when we saw them, they were so bad. Yeah, true. The Packers, like they, it was awful watching that game. Broncos won, so that was nice, but um, we've all got the Cowboys winning. I think that's the only game that we all align on. That's not Eagles true. Too. Uh, we all have the Eagles, which is Monday night game. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that for a second. The Eagles going into Tampa Bay, Mm -hmm. and the Eagles are only like a two-point favorite here. Do you see a chance of the Buccaneers upsetting them? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The the Eagles have not been consistent the last uh, five games. I think they were like, well, they were 11-1 and and then went finished 11-6. and Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have had their struggles. Um, And then also Jalen hurt his finger. Yeah. Um, Hasn't thrown the ball this week. Yeah. They've been struggling as a team, and so – I think they'll win against the Bucks, but I also like feel like this is not just like a walk in and win like the Eagles team of last year. Like they're gonna have to come ready to play, and it'll probably be a close, low scoring game. Wait, have they lost five straight? I think so. Were they Holy after the Bills? Right, they built they beat right. the Bills yeah, to go eleven five, and one, yeah. and they were like eleven and six. They're not good. Like that defense sucks. They can't run the football, and oh AJ Brown is no longer like crazy good he's just like solid and he's hurt well did you also see aj brown on social media was he fussy he has removed all like ties to the eagles (laughs) um so that's just interesting um maybe they're just falling apart yeah i wouldn't be surprised if the the bucks won this game at all but to me yeah just i'm really nervous now that you said they lost (laughs) five straight like i knew they were struggling but I thought they had a little juice, but yeah, this scares me. To me, it's like a 50-50 game, and I like I decide on the Eagles because they're like the favorite, and I'll just like ride with. Like if it's a 50-50 toss-up, just go with it. But I'm a little surprised we all picked the Eagles. Yeah, makes me, you want to pick the Bucks. Yeah, see if I can get a game up there. Too late, too late. Oh too yeah, late. these are going in the official. Uh, picks for this year by the I way i need it um, by the way i try to tell zach so season's over zach's like nah give me a few more weeks <laughs> <laughs> try to catch up to rk yeah. <laughs> who has a two-game lead on uh, me right now okay let's hit this final game of this weekend uh, this is a storyline game you got matthew stafford playing the rant or the lions you've got jared goff playing the rams um and henry no ryan is picking the Rams to win this game. The rest of us are on the Lions. Yeah, it's another 50-50 game. I think I might wind up like taking like the, the like betting on the Rams just because you get the plus money on a 50-50 game, which is a good deal. Um, what is that? But I mean, like three and a half. Yeah, I don't think I touch the points just because I do think like when you score so many points, it's easy for it to just become like. 40 to 34 or something you know so i probably won't take the points but i will take the money line both offenses obviously are just awesome um 
And I really like I totally buy into playoff Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford and like just the experience of being there versus the Lions who, you know, I get I mean, Goff has done some things in the playoffs, obviously, but I it, it's a toss up to me. And the home home game is why it's a toss up. I hope this is a close game because um, I Sunday night football, you always want to be a close game, primetime game. Um, I'm not quite sure it's going to be, although the Rams are five and one in their past six games. So mm. they, they're kind of rolling. Um, okay, those are our picks for this weekend. Uh, let's see our Super Bowl picks and see how things are going to shake out after this. Henry, why don't you take us through your bracket after this weekend's games? Yeah, so uh, we went through my first round picks. Um, got the uh, the Browns winning. Like I said, uh, the Dolphins winning, the Steelers winning. Hmm. Uh, Boom, there yeah, we go. Eagles, Lions, Cowboys. There we go. So then second round, Dolphins playing the Ravens. I mean, we saw this game already. Yeah. Um, I, 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 the Ravens to me are just a dominant football team. Like there is nothing they don't do well. Like you look at like the yards per carry, the passing yard, like literally anything they do. Like number one defense on top of all that. Like I, I Ravens to me win that one, but it could be kind of fun. Um, Browns over the Steelers. Like I think that that's where things. Congrats to Steelers for winning a game. Um, By the, the way, fun game. Browns and Steelers. I know, right? Matchup. I, I know like that's that. gonna be very yep, fun. Yep. Um, and then we got the uh, Eagles 49ers. Like, again, what are we doing here? The the 49ers win that one. They're <laughs> just way better than the Eagles. Uh, Lions Cowboys again. Like, cow- uh, Lions are fun. Do a lot of good things. Like Cowboys at home. Like that's that's just a dominant football team. Um, and then we go to the Lions and the 49ers and the NFC side. I've got uh, the uh, cow- no Cowboys 49ers. Oh, okay, Cowboys 49ers. It looks like I have the Cowboys. I thought I picked the Niners. I'll go Cowboys. Um, and that's a that's another tough one. Like no, I, no, no, no. I do have Cowboys. Yeah, oh, yeah. these, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cowboys on that side. He doesn't know how brackets work. <laughs> that's why I said I said I got the Cowboys. Um, it's it was it was blue. It was like lined up. It was like lit up. Um, yeah. So I was torn on that one just because the 49ers are good, but the. Cowboys like that offense. I think that that's like a historical game. The weather won't be too bad out there. I think Cowboys and then Ravens are just too good. Ravens are going to go all the way through. I think it's going to be a fun Super Bowl, like 24-10. Shout out to Super Bowl 50. Uh, but easy. Not easy win, but they'll lead the whole way. Damn. So you really think the Ravens are just that dominant? They're ridiculous. Yep. Offensively, defensively, there's nobody like them. Plenty of reasons why to think that. Todd, you following the same route? You got the, the Ravens winning it all. Let's take a look at your bracket. All right. Let's see how this goes. I wonder uh, if everything works out how I kind of thought. But definitely have... I guess now have the Browns winning uh, this weekend, which I'm cool <laughs> with. Uh, and I have Kansas City winning in a close game. It's too cold for the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins aren't meant to swim in the in the cold. Uh, <laughs> and then Steelers-Bills. I think the Bills will be able to, to win this one. I think they are finding success late in the season. They definitely were a shaky team all the way throughout, but I feel like they're going to get it done. And then, the, like you said, the Ravens, I think they're too good of a team uh, to match with the Browns. They're going to advance. Uh, and then the Bills, I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. They did it already once in the season. I think they'll do it again. Mm. On the other side, I uh, got the Eagles playing the 49ers, uh, and I think that's an easy win for the 49ers. I think the Eagles squeak by the Bucks, but I think that's where mm. this playoff run stops. And then the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to play the Lions at home, and I think they'll get a win. Um, Cowboys are great at home. Everybody knows that. 
Uh, but then when we get to the next round, the semifinal round, it'll be the first time the Cowboys are not at home in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. I think they will lose the game. Um, I think they're going to, you know, have an upset in Candlestick. Not Candlestick anymore. What's it called? I always call it Candlestick. Um, won a Super Bowl there. Yeah, Levi Levi. Why the hell is it called Candlestick? What a weird name. I don't know. I never thought about it. Yeah. But anyway, I think the... I think the 49ers are gonna are gonna win that game, and the Super Bowl will consist of the 49ers versus the Ravens. Oh, rematch! Mm-hmm. Yeah, rematch. And actually, I didn't have the Ravens. I had the Ravens win the Super Bowl, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> did I send you the wrong? Did I send you the wrong bracket? Hey, dude, I, I can, did it this morning. We can already. flip it out. So you okay. want you want to pick the Ravens? Ravens? Yeah, yeah, official, yeah, yeah, yeah. Official, official pick. Okay. Ravens win the Super Bowl. 49ers are good, but I think when it comes down to it, the Ravens have been a dominant team the entire year. I did not get the wrong graphic. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, put the put the Ravens as the winner. For and sure. I mean, we'll go on social too, so people can take a look at them later on. Okay, with the Ravens. Not only a rematch of a game we saw earlier this year, where just like you said, the Ravens are dominant. They dominated sure. the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and an away game for the Ravens, too. But this would be a rematch of uh, Super Bowl that happened in the year 2013. Ray Lewis and yep. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's the one the one, yeah, that's the one yep. where the lights turned off. Yeah, and, they tried to, uh, they yeah. Tried to shift the energy in that game. Yeah, That was the Raheem the Dream more. Yep. Joe Flacco. Should have been the Broncos. Which, by well, the way, been the Broncos, yeah. 11 years ago today. That happened. Dang. Yep. So very sad day. Were you on the team? Would that been your first year? No, no. No, your laughter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I came out fourteen. That speaking of cold games, that was the coldest game in Broncos history, I believe. The high was like four degrees or something, and it went into double overtime. Yeah. Yeah. And so if it wasn't cold enough already, and then it ends in the way it did, like the most miserable day for Broncos fans yeah, that were sure at the game. Um, okay, let's pull up Ryan's graphic really quick here to see who he has. And we can just we can just scroll through. <laughs> he all or no, he not also. He has the 49ers beating the Bills mm. in the Super Bowl. So all three of you guys have the 49ers making the Super Bowl. I had Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys. Two of the three close. of you had the 49ers making the Super Bowl. Um yeah, that's just too predictable. So that's not that's not going to happen. The cow, the the 49ers are going to lose before the Super Bowl. Let's Agreed. get my well, the, picks. Well, the here. NFL colors for the logo were purple and red. It's so. true. That's yeah. right. And that's that's like right. been a trend the past couple years. That's right. right. You know? that's do you have weird. do you have the Bucks then? Um. Oh, maybe I do have the Bucks. No, I got the Bucks losing in the first round. Oh, Let's yeah. get through the first round since I've already picked those games you hear. So I've got the Texans playing the Ravens. I agree with you. Ravens are really good, so they will win that game. I got the Chiefs playing the Bills. The Bills, I think, quietly have gone under the radar. They were 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. They've won five straight. They are mm-hmm. the hottest team in the NFL. Squeaked that one out against the Chargers. Uh, they did. They did. Uh, hotter <laughs> than the Ravens. Now, the Ravens sat all their players this past week, so they would also be on a five-game win streak. But Bills, the hottest team in the NFL. That's what we've got, a Ravens-Bills matchup in the AFC Championship game. And uh, the Eagles are going to find enough juju and momentum to beat the 49ers. Mm. 49ers are going to be one and done in the playoffs, and Kyle Shanahan's really, I think, finally going to start feeling the heat uh, out there in San Francisco. And then the Lions and Cowboys. You guys mentioned that the Cowboys at home just can't be mm-hmm. beat. They were beat by the Lions in Dallas. The refs, and I hate blaming things on the refs, but mm. the refs literally 
took this game away from the Lions. So the Lions know how to win there. And Dan Campbell is going to have that team ready to go. The Lions are going to beat the Cowboys. It's going to be Eagles, Lions. Lions are going to win this game. The Detroit Lions are going to be in the Super Bowl playing against the Buffalo Bills, the hottest team in the NFL. Let me remind you, you're going to have the Bills, Lions in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen is going to win this, and Broncos country is just going to be going crazy because they could have had Josh Allen, as we talked about, instead of Bradley Chubb. This was like the the old man wish <laughs> Super Bowl. <right? laughs> like, you know your grandfather somewhere like, oh, yeah, that's a great bracket right there. <laughs> just, uh, you know, put money on uh, this and you'll be happy. You would make a lot of money. So those uh, are our Super Bowl picks. I'm, ex- I'm pumped to follow and see whose bracket is best at the end. I'm also pumped to hit a few Super Chats before we get out of here. First one coming in from Ricker Bohr says, what if we keep Russ, trade back for future first, mm-hmm. and draft a quarterback next year? How would cutting Russ next year look financially? Is it less expensive? So um, basically, the way it works is there's a $37 million option, or not option, but guarantee that kicks in, but that's for 2025. So if you keep him for next year, you can keep him the year after for free, basically. Overall, you get to keep him for two more years for $37 million if you want to keep him. Um, And so if you want to pay 18 and a half a year, you can do that. It's a decent deal for a quarterback. Um, I don't mind the strategy, though, because uh, you get to push back. Like, you're going to have to pay a bunch of money anyway. Save that cost-controlled rookie quarterback for a year. Um, I might trade for a first this year, though, instead of a future first, because you'd need first right now. Yeah, and I just don't know if you move back from 12, if you're going to be able to get a first, if teams are going to be that desperate for the fifth quarterback. Um, So that's something to keep in mind. But I like the idea. And final one coming in from Nick says, Thanks for the shout-out yesterday, fellas, LOL. It was hard for me not to fanboy out on you guys last weekend. I won the cabana and $500 food and beverage. Appreciate everything. It was awesome to meet you. And I hope that cabana was an awesome time because that Mm -hmm. was, uh, that was really cool. I had a great time with you in Vegas, uh, uh, (laughs) uh, Nick. And uh, yeah, thank you for the super chats and back to back days, Nick as well. Thank you guys for rocking and rolling with us. Wait real quick. Yes. I got I to gotta give a little shout out to my, some of my dad always watches the show. He's definitely one of our biggest fans. And of course, we didn't know why it was called Candlestick, so Dad and I was just oh, like, I have to tell yes. him why it's Candlestick. <laughs> so he said they get the name from an, uh, the indigenous candlestick bird. Uh, of course. Which thousands of candlesticks once inhabited the Bay Area, but they were hunted near to extinction in the 50s. For food? Uh, for their delicate and delicious meat. Yeah. That makes Balls. sense. Wow. So, <laughs> just like the buffalo. So it's yeah. kind of like an ode to the bird that was hunted and wow. no longer is extinct, well, is extinct in the Bay Area, the candlestick bird. So well, if you don't know, now you know. Now when Damn. I hear candlestick, I'll stop thinking about like the guy in Beauty and the Beast yep. and I'll start thinking <laughs> about birds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that is dope. Shout uh, out to Todd Davis Sr. Yep. who has uh-huh. the best handshake that I've ever met in my life. (laughs) Awesome guy. Todd, thank you for rolling with us. Henry, thank you for rolling with us. You're welcome. Thank you for everything. And thanks for everyone for tuning in on the first week of the off season. We got a lot more coming to you on Monday. Stay tuned. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend.
We're flying cotton 